Hi guys, and welcome to Say No to Me with Michelle S. And this is episode 10. And if you were listening to the podcast last week, you know like this, according to Donnie, is a triumph to get this far. Uh, It's been great. And I don't feel like it's a journey per se. I've been blessed with being able to talk to amazing people. So I'm excited. And uh, thanks for everyone that's listening so far and for all the guests I've had so far. And of course, to keep up tradition, it's Michelle S. Always trying to do my best at being a podcast host. And yes, that doesn't rhyme, but the first part did, so it does qualify. (laughs) So again, always excited because I'm always, 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 always uh, so far been lucky now to have amazing guests on my show. And this week is no exception. So I'm excited to have my guest, Catherine B. Roy. Yes, remember the B. Catherine is a CEO and founder of LHM Academy and the LHM Media, internationally recognized personal growth and business coach. So you know she knows what she's talking about. Best-selling author, bilingual public speaker, as well as a human potential thought leader. One of the things I really, really find impressive is that she enjoys the distinction of receiving the top 100 women B2B thought leaders to follow in 2020. Uh, this is, there's so much more I could say, but I really want to bring Catherine in. So, hey, Catherine, how are you? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you for having me. I am so glad that you are having me, actually. Uh, <laughs> the best thing about this podcast is that I've been able to speak with uh, amazing people around the world. And you are in Europe right now, right? Yes, I'm in Europe, yeah. Uh, I won't even ask what's happening there. Everyone is talking about, you know, what is the forefront of media, which is the corona. Um, And, you know, it's affecting all of us. And at the same time, I'm still able to do this podcast with you. And I think that's amazing that uh, it can bring uh, people around the world, even in these situations, to still talk about this subject and um, not to, not to, not to bring down what's happening across society, but I think it's still important to still keep things like this at the forefront instead of having everyone panic. It's still uh, good to remember what it was to have, you know, normalcy in life, right? To talk about these topics nonetheless. So how have you been on your side of the world? Well, um, maybe this is not um, so bad moment mm-hmm. uh, for me to share a piece uh, of a story which I actually lived because uh, I'm a Kuksaki virus survivor. Oh. And uh, this actually might help people a lot. I didn't mean to talk about it, but now when you mentioned it, mm-hmm. um, if you agree, I would like to, to share a little bit. No, I think um, it's appropriate, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it was 2008 and I was very successful. I was working in one huge corporation and um, one day I just woke up in hospital and um, doctors actually didn't know what's wrong because I was so weak and um, they were trying to diagnose me and it ended up that I got affected with Coxsackie virus. Coxsackie virus is extremely serious. It attacks heart and nerve endings. And uh, they predicted that I will live just a year and a half. Wow. As you can see, <laughs> I'm yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just want to tell people 
there are things in life which we can't predict and we can't know how the things will end. And um, maybe we should, in this moment, focus on the fact that we can be uh, more, uh, spend more time with our families mm -hmm. and uh, actually reconnect with our loved ones as well as with our inner selves. Because uh, they said, I will live year and a half, but I've overcame that. I am very well and uh, I wish to send love to all of those who are affected with Corona and yeah. to say that just just look forward because this too shall pass. Wow, I, uh, I couldn't say it any better. Thank you for that and that experience. And my, hairs, my prayers are out there for everyone that's going through, you know, both sides. I read an article yesterday. It said it was talking about two health workers in China and it, one of the persons survived, one did not. And both stories were really touching and it's it's i think this is the first time if i'm not correct i've i don't know if i've been living that long but that something has affected the whole world like this and uh it really does make you again really appreciate your family and friends and everyone around you and it's not the time to become selfish i mean selfish sorry it's the time to really come together uh, and i really hope that at the end of all of this that's what happens with with us as a society you know? Yeah. Um, so back, back to business. Um, this week, uh, I thought it would be great that having someone like Catherine around with so much experience, uh, a good topic to focus on is why or what reason or reasons um, entrepreneurs end up failing. Because, you know, what I want on the show is like a good balance of, you know, helping you to do what you want to do and giving you the steps and talking to the right people. But I think it's also important to talk about what happens on the other side of the fence in terms of why uh, people who started out with good, you know, hopes and dreams and plans end up failing. So, you know, even before going into that, uh, Catherine, I think we skipped a step. <laughs> um, just tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and why you're a good well, I already know about like why you would be a good voice in helping them learn why entrepreneurs fail. Thank you so much. This is my favorite topic. <laughs> because, <laughs> <Really>? because, yeah. <laughs> because if you go through my bio and I will share a little bit, you, mm. you see on the shiny side of the, of the medal, right? Mm, yeah. But everything that happened uh, in order to achieve all of that is just uh, not so shiny. Okay. So mm -hmm. I would like to share my story and to help people a lot. With that, so yes, I, I became a best-selling author in 2017 when I published my book, and I had no idea that I'm going to step into entrepreneurship back then. Uh, but I've got so much publicity because I was supported by Brian McGill, who is actually the uh, owner of McGill Media, mm -hmm. and uh, my online presence exponentially grew. So people started to approach to me because my book is actually a system for emotional and intellectual growth. And they wanted me to coach them as a personal growth coach. Uh, so I started like that and it was a lovely journey, but you know, as business expand, um, I started to go more into, into the business field. I've graduated economics, business marketing and information technology. And I was a programmer for 13 years. So I kind of see social media and everything that, that is happening online uh, in forms of programs. And I understand algorithms much better than, than marketers do. Uh, so I applied everything that I know, knew, actually. 
and my business started to grow exponentially. So the, the, the award which you mentioned is just one of several mm-hmm. like those. And uh, now I'm a business coach helping people to increase their visibility and get much more leads and clients online. Um, but <laughs> to be honest, I had so much ups and downs uh, <laughs> that <laughs> you can't even imagine. Uh, first of all, uh, there is one crucial thing which I as a business coach see people do. They follow uh, advices and coaches who say, you just imagine your ideal client and then you think about your ideal client and then you speak to them and then, oh my God, that's so wrong. <laughs> Wow. Like, what the name are you talking about? Mm. Uh, that's, that's so far from the economics and from how really you should build your, um, your business model, okay? So it's not like you are imagining something and you are visualizing someone who is interesting, but you need to know if that person is really interested, right? Yeah. Um, so basically, the first step is missed out, like, completely. I'm at the moment... Uh, involved in Goldman Sachs 10,000 women program Mm -hmm. and uh, they are uh, teaching me about building a business Uh, and you can imagine how serious that that is but uh, we we are uh, at the same uh, uh, at the same spot with this so I have discovered that even Goldman Sachs coach people about business models first so there are nine elements which we need to set like precisely and correctly before even we think about going online and doing business. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like the crucial thing. The first one is actually um, a customer segment model. It's not ideal client. It's a customer segment because you can have several different customer segments. And each of those customer segments is actually uh, a different and you need to deliver the message about your service product or signature program on a different way. And that's what we are not doing. Mm-hmm. So people don't understand us. We are not clear about that. But how you will actually know uh, who are your customer segments is if you do the market research. You need to do the survey. You need to ask people. You need to get the statistical data. Because otherwise, you are just guessing and working in the dark. So... I didn't do that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of us, a lot of anyone, because it, it, it's strange, but even though, you know, an entrepreneur will know, like, or want to know, will, you know, they'll, they'll know it takes work. I want to say that. But then yeah. they would only want to get to the part where they're making sales or, you know, that money's coming in, but not the first part. No one wants to do that research side. Um, yeah. And in your, in your experience, how long does that really take? I mean, like, is, do you have like a timeline, like for that person to know, like between here and here's when you should like potentially start seeing um, sales? No, there, there is no timeline actually. Um, okay. I, I already have a, a huge online presence. So when mm-hmm. I submitted my, a survey, I've got 200 responses. And that was enough for me to see okay. who are those people. It was anonymous, of course, but I, I could see who are they, what is their income bracket, where are they from, what are their interests, what are their pains, needs, gains, all of that. Because I need to develop a service product or signature program in a form of MVP 
uh, which is actually going to address those problems, gains, pains, but they need to tell me what, what are those, not, not me to guess that. Because if I guess that, I might lose like uh, even 80% of uh, customer segments if I focus just on my ideal client. Because mm -hmm. uh, in the name of God, <laughs> your ideal client is just your perfect perception of something right and that's like head, yeah and that's like when you fall in love and that person is like you know <laughs> and then you fall out of love and then everything crashed that's yeah. what happens you yeah know? Mm -hmm. so if we said that correctly then we work on on a value proposition which actually delivers the solution with exact results for those needs pains and gains and in the between of those elements are channels, how we are going to share our message and get to those people. And I found LinkedIn to be the best place for that, definitely. Yeah. And on the other side, uh, there are relationships between our, uh, what we are offering and what they need. Mm -hmm. So delivering the value and a lot of free value. And they ask me, Catherine, you are putting so much uh, uh, content on LinkedIn and you are uh, telling people what they do, who is going to hire you? Right. They are going to hire me because they will see it's difficult and they will remember a person who knows how to deal with that. <laughs> and then they will approach to me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the model which works perfectly for me. In that side of in that side of building a business model so actually i i cover the, the whole business model this is just a part in just two sessions so it's it's very quickly to set all of that if you mm -hmm. have a statistical data and then you know that you are putting your efforts and work in what's really the real situation and not putting so much efforts and work you know uh, uh spreading your energy all over the place uh, I saw also people using tools and, you know, technologies and all of that, building their courses and wait, 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 wait. okay. So uh, <laughs> it's cool. I have an e-learning platform. Uh, but before that, I was three years online putting myself out there. So it's not like you will build, build a course, you will promote it and someone will buy it. They are not going to buy it. Uh, it takes like three to six months for a person to get trust uh, into what you are doing. Mm -hmm. They need to connect with you. You need to establish a healthy human relationship. You need to give a lot of content for free. You need to have first your, for example, coaching clients and then build courses and of course use a funnel system to build the courses. Don't build like a program which costs uh, like high end because they don't trust you so much in order to buy that for, from uh -huh. you. But, but if you build like a freebie, then a 37 uh, offer, then 97 offer, they, they might follow that path with you. Yeah. So uh, that, that's something that I also saw people putting a lot of effort using, uh, I will not mention which platforms, but <laughs> you are not just a funnel away, you are a lot more away. Uh, because first you need to build your reputation branding online. Mm -hmm. So what I've been doing since my book became a bestseller is building my reputation branding. Right. And all the companies, for example, so Goldman Sachs approached to me through LinkedIn, Forced Books approached to me through LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn Learning even approached to me through LinkedIn. So 
they approached to me. I didn't search for them. And why is that so? Because I'm persistent in providing the content every single day right. on that platform, which gives some kind of value. When you build that first, there is a lower chance that you will fail later. But, of course, there is a lot. <laughs> On the other side, there are activities, partnerships, and uh, costs and revenue structure and all of that. So when I was starting, I decided to go into a partnership, mm -hmm. right? And this is very important lesson, which I learned. I didn't even publish my book yet, but I made a deal with one information technology company that they will support my business. They will build my online presence. I was pregnant at the time, so... Um, I was home and, uh, and I will work on my book and we will build all of that together. And then it took time, a lot of time for them to build what I wanted. Uh, in one moment, there was a potential investor in the game. Uh, I already became a best-selling author. I got traction. They wanted to invest in my business. Right. And we had a meeting. So we were talking about them investing in the company, getting a percentage of it and how that goes. And then after that meeting, actually, and this is very important, that investor calls only me and he asked me this, are you the owner of the project because my face is everywhere or the other guy? And I said, well, I am, but we are in, in that 50-50. Yeah. And he said, he offered to me to get in with a certain amount of money for 10%. And I said, okay. And he said, what will happen if we joined our venture? So we have 60% and you go down to 40. And I said, I will lose uh, my position to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And he said, exactly. Yeah. So... I broke that partnership and I lost everything. <laughs> oh, but I mean, that wasn't it, right? That's just. Yeah. But yeah. at that moment, I lost my online platform, mm -hmm. which they built. I lost yeah. the application, which they built. Wow. And I needed to start over all over again on my own. Yeah. And what was your. Okay. So what happened? That was a huge lesson for me, and mm -hmm. I've decided to to do those things on my own. I mean, I was a programmer. It wasn't a big deal for me to make that, uh, but I lost two years. Wow. So it's not like uh, everything is shiny, but there were a lot of, a lot of, you know, difficult things. Also with my publisher, we had a contract, and uh, of course, I'm getting a percentage of the sales. Yeah. But I am not seeing the reports. I see only what she presents to me. And my book is a bestseller and I get like 20 bucks. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's so important to work with people you can trust, right? Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah. So the second edition of my book was self-published again. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I mean, so far, it just seems like uh, whatever you went through, you just kind of learn from it. You know, you're like next time I'm gonna do it this way. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was the huge lesson. But mm -hmm. after that, I actually uh, experienced exponential growth. Mm 
Mm -hmm. I've uh, had my online presence. I learned a lot about social media algorithms. I grew even more. I started to use LinkedIn very, very, uh, um, you know, like like the core platform for my business. And I've built e-learning platform and uh, enrolled 170 students in five days. What? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Tell me you have a course for that. I'm sure listeners would love that. Well, actually, now I'm building a course about how we can use LinkedIn to generate leads and visibility and all of that. But still, it's, mm-hmm. it's in working phase. Uh, I will I will share for sure with when it's done. Awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, now everything is shiny, so I'm expecting another another you know uh, a bomb somewhere. <laughs> you know, you, you start yeah, and I, I I get that feeling too, like when things are going well. You just oh, yeah. feel like something's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I mean, so far, and if I've gotten these things right, I've heard do your mark, you know, you don't do your market research. You don't realize that this takes time. It takes time to grow. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. start greedy, right? Like you start, I've seen tons of the, you know, here's my $1,000, you know, course. And I'm like, who are you? And why is your ads showing yeah. up here? <laughs> I don't know you. I'm not going to do this course, you know? Exactly. And that thing that you said about, you know, giving your content out for free and people are saying, why would they ever go with you? Uh, there's somebody else I, I follow uh, in terms of marketing and business, uh, Graham Cochran. And he mm-hmm. says the same thing. He's like, being selfish is going to be your downfall, right? Yeah. Thinking that you're holding on to that good knowledge and don't give too much away. His approach was the same thing, like giving tons of content. And he yes. grew from that too. So, um, I mean, those are things I have so far in terms of why people are probably not getting the success that they're um, they're expecting, right? Yes, but also what I noticed that, uh, for example, coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, they, they don't see the potential mm-hmm. of collaborations. Mm. Uh, I was actually creating one PDF with all the people that I have been collaborating with. And uh, there's hundreds of people because uh, what I see if if you go alone and you're building your personal branding on a level of I did this and I did that and I'm like this and I'm like who cares? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, my my bio is so powerful, but actually what you have out of it, nothing. You can get something from me if I can teach you something, for example. Right. but what's the point of, of that, you know, going out there and going alone? If you go with people, you're going wide, you're building an empire. Mm-hmm. And Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I had a lot of support of other influencers like Brian McGill and Jasmine Starr and Shayra Bottom and Ariana Huffington. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that's a funny story this is this is one more thing which i see that people don't actually use and 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 how they can use it to to build their business and why they fall um it was a sunny day i saw my my friend publish something for huffington post and i was like i would like to publish something for half and he said okay here is the email address send them an email and we'll see so I took an email address. I had no idea to who I'm writing to. And I wrote just, hi, I'm Catherine. I would like to publish something for like an idiot, you know. <laughs> Here is the example of my article published on McGill Media. 
in 15 minutes, I've got a response. And, and the response was something like that. Hi, Catherine. Uh, yes, of course, uh, half would like to uh, feature your voice. I will connect you with my marketing director. And I see behind the scenes. Have a lovely day, Ariana. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I'd be like, what? She answers her own emails? Wow. She answered her own email. The thing is that I had no idea that that was her email. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but actually, she answered her own email. And I'm telling this story over and over again. Just go out there and ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you can't expect, okay, these, these guys, which I mentioned before, they approached to me, but I have like 25,000 connections on LinkedIn. It's, it's natural that they see me somewhere. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was just starting. I had nothing. And that was my first feature after, after the simple reminders to me your media. And I'm forever grateful to, for, to Brian for that. But mm-hmm. if I didn't send that email, I wouldn't be on half post. And sure. that was like first out of five articles which went out there. And then wow. they featured me on Tribe Global also. Wow. So, and, and then other guys see that and then they invite me to this magazine or that magazine or that podcast or that show or whatever. And I'm spreading my voice and I'm telling my story, giving value again, trying to help people and to establish healthy human connection. And that is exactly what, what brings the business up. It's not technology. I'm a programmer. It's not technology. people. <laughs> It's yeah. people. I have like 40 authors writing for LG Media uh, and they, they do that just in terms to be seen there. Mm-hmm. And I have content, right? So I'm doing interviews on my LinkedIn like you're doing for your podcast. I have a video series of interviews and I'm featuring experts to show their uh, expertise to help people grow their businesses. But I'm also learning from them at the same moment. Mm-hmm. So that's like a win-win-win situation. Yeah. So we need to collaborate. We need to find a way, like podcast is a brilliant way of collaboration. <laughs> it is. It's, I don't know how else you'd go and just be like, hi, strangers. Uh, let's have a conversation. <laughs> yes, uh, help me build some content. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is like, um, I'm a, a marketer too. And my, so I know the power of content too. Um, but I didn't want to go like start the podcast for that reason. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people start like that's some a reason why they fail too, right? They're like, mm-hmm. let's get into selling, you know, cat food and whatever. They have no cats, right? They don't even <laughs> like, you know, have any idea what cat food is. And, you know, because it's big business, I genuinely want to learn from the people I'm talking to. And I have genuinely learned from the people I've connected with. Um, and I think if you're not genuine, if you're not really into what you're doing, if you really don't want to connect for the sake of connecting, like really meeting people, you're going to have a problem. Definitely. You were going to hit the wall. Yeah. I saw actually these days, some of the coaches, which are very powerful with their personal brand, they hitting the wall. Hmm. And I saw that before and I tried to say, hey, you can't go alone. Like, okay, just <laughs> try to, you know, work along with, but no, you know, they are, when they hit the peak of success, mm-hmm. uh, 
then you know the ego plays a role a little bit mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. sense of heart and i'm more in a, a, a you know connection of heart and mind and letting people know me for who i am authentically mm-hmm. and for what i'm standing for and presenting results not in terms of bragging but in terms of this is what i can do for you right and that's that's like a completely different aspect i was watching jasmine star she's uh, one of my mentors i don't know if you're familiar with her she's very powerful she has a membership site with uh, a, more than eight thousand people who are paying wow. her like 30 to 47 bucks per month so we are talking about serious mm-hmm. here and um, she was uh, explaining all that content creation and all of it. You, you don't go and say, here, here are my cookies. I just, uh, you know, have, have a bakery and you can try them. No, no. You should teach people like how to make them or um, what is healthy inside of that cookie or whatever and just take them for a ride. Mm-hmm. And then they will decide to buy. And I try that with my business. I seriously try to uh, provide the value in terms of here is what works, here is what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, try that and let me know if it works for you. And then they start to you know, connect with me. But I'm also that kind of a person who is not like ego-driven. I, um, I was, <laughs> I have to say. You know, it's I, good to admit that. It's good to say like... <laughs> What? Yeah, I mean, I was I was a scientific person, and I was very successful. But in 1999, I was living in Yugoslavia, and I survived bombing. Mm. Uh, from you know, my family was um, doing okay; everything was perfectly fine. And then, out of sudden, I was living in a basement with basic food and water, no electricity. And mm. when you face that. Then you realize, like in these days now with Corona, what's the point? Yeah. And you don't know if you will live another day. So, you know, kindness, generosity, and um, open mind actually uh, have much more value than ego. And uh, when people feel that they easily connect with you and with your services and everything that you that you offer, my husband is making jokes on me because he's uh, a web developer. He is doing websites. We have a services for for websites also. And he mm-hmm. say, "Would you please stop bringing me clients? Like I'm the <laughs> only one who's working here." <laughs> They're always so grateful. <laughs> yeah. Find yourself a client, don't not me. <laughs> uh, that's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. When he doesn't have a client, he complains. When I find mm-hmm. him a client, he complains. I, I mean, I really mm-hmm. never happy, never happy. <laughs> so, based on all of your experience, and, and uh, you know, I just want to basically wrap up with a good summary if you had to go back in time and not do some of the things you did what would be like the top three on your list i wouldn't publish my book first oh okay why much later uh because everyone is talking about publishing a book and positioning yourself as an expert Mm -hmm. uh but actually what i found that work extremely better is video content on LinkedIn, uh, which actually can 
catapult later any kind of your product on much, much higher levels than uh, with a book. Uh, mm-hmm. To write a book, it takes enormous amount of time. I can imagine. Because my book is a system I was building in like 10 years. And um, it's an enormous amount of time to publish the book, uh, to deal with publishers, and uh, later on to self-publish and learn all of that on your own. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work as much as people are saying it does. Uh, Building yourself as an expert through video content and through uh, connections and showing up on podcasts and online summits and public speaking engagements and all of that will make much more uh, goodness for business in both material and any other way. Mm -hmm. So if I was starting all over again, I would first build my online presence in terms of, you know, website, social media, showing up, showing up, showing up, showing up, and then publishing the book. So completely vice versa. (laughs) It seems to be the way to go. It seems to be the way to, I think, uh, aside from, uh, well, I don't want to even say this to someone like you, that's so good with programming and everything, but, uh, in terms of SEO, it just feels like the more you, you get out to different channels, like doing like being on my podcast and, you know, writing and all that is the more you spread yourself across the web and probably be a, a better organic way, if I'm saying yeah. that right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I will definitely promote your episode because I'm in it, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's the least you could do, Catherine. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so you will get attraction, but you will also promote it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a win-win, right? Mm-hmm. The second thing that I would do differently, I would definitely never put all my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I learned is that you need to have several different income channels and never go with one partner 50-50, obviously. <laughs> uh, don't give more than 10%. Uh, and basically... Um, you know um in that in in that term i would say we need a e-product like whatever a book a course or whatever we need a physical product um like again a book can be a physical product right and Mm -hmm. we need the services uh different uh elements of services because you don't know what will work right uh and people who struggle financially actually have one income channel and usually that's their job mm-hmm. and they are dependent on someone else right and that it brings frustration and all of that i don't say that every business will work um, there is very crowded place over there but if you can be authentic and you know uh, show up your expertise i'm sure it will and the third thing that i would do uh in terms of building a business online is first work on your reputation branding so mm-hmm. first the reputation branding then several income streams and then a book or something that will position you like a high-end expert because reputation branding is what uh, gives people a perspective that you are you have something to offer to them uh, when I'm when I have a, a, a public speaking gigs or whatever, there is one slide which say why you should listen to me, and you know there is my picture and tons of logos down mm-hmm. that picture, and you will see those logos all over my social media. That's uh, like a credential 
which I have built during the time. So I would do it completely opposite starting from, and I don't say personal branding because personal branding can be different. It can apply to, if I may say even stupid things like, you know, being an influencer or something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but my idea The views of Catherine are not necessarily the views <laughs> of this one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't have a word, mm -hmm. except for, you know, the traction. I mean, you can be, um, you can take your clothes off on Instagram and become an influencer. So yeah, I, I don't see true, that yeah. As, yeah. as, you know, a reputation. Mm -hmm. So I say reputation and not personal branding. And even companies now are building reputation branding based on personal branding of their employees. So that's like number one thing. And what I have discovered is that you need to have like an open door for a specific offers because your clients would like to have all done or they would like to have a solution for a specific problem. Uh, not just your coaching program. So that's also something that will prevent your business from failing. That is, yeah. Oh man. Thank you so much, Catherine. Uh, I think we covered. I apologize to all the influencers out there. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I just, I just won an award as an influencer. Oh, so <laughs> I don't think. What's that saying? Is like the pot calling the kettle black or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> be careful now because that's that's your that's another network for you right like yeah. <laughs> like oh no here comes Catherine. she doesn't like us <laughs> yeah i like you guys but mm. come on just a, brain. just a little brain not just you know okay well, well, you know what you don't have to worry you're a friend on this podcast i'm very glad that you uh took the time out of your day to uh talk to my listeners and uh you know, it's episode 10. It's huge for me. I know it's like another notch in your huge belt of accomplishments, but I uh, definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to chat. And uh, of course, I always ask you to, you know, tell our listeners the best way that they can get to you. And I'll, of course, leave your info in the, the episode details, but uh, just, just let them know, like, what's the best way to reach out if they want to contact you? Uh, the best way would be LinkedIn so they can find me as a Catherine Biroy. I am personal on LinkedIn on my other social medias are my, um, assistants mm -hmm. and, uh, catherinebiroy.com is a website. There is a contact form so they can reach out to me anytime. That's awesome. And do you have something that we're going to share with them too, right? Something yeah, I actually, yeah. I, I actually have a few things. Mm -hmm. Uh, first one is, uh, a sample of my book. And the second one is uh, a free course, a masterclass, how to master your social media. And I'm talking a little bit about Facebook and Instagram. And if anyone was listening from the beginning till now, you definitely want to get those freebies because I'm going to get a part of that myself. <laughs> Benefits <laughs> of being on the show. Uh, okay. Thank you so much, Catherine. And uh, of course, before you go, I'm going to throw three words at you and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Ready? Okay. Uh -huh. Uh, penguins, ice, <laughs> clouds, rain. Okay. Uh, candy, sugar. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> oh, but you can tell people like, oh no, candy. Ah, oh, 
it's bad for me. <laughs> oh, because I have insulin resistance, so I'm not allowed oh, to okay. eat. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Oh, don't worry, I'll eat all the candy for you. I'll I'll it take it. You. I'll take the bullet. <laughs> but uh thanks again, Catherine. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Uh thanks for being on the show and it was a great time talking with you. It was my pleasure and thank you for having me. Thank you.